Welcome back to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. Hi, Kendon. Hi. Uh, so this is our final episode of Spooky October. We're going to talk this week about Night of the Creeps. It's actually a really good movie. If you want to jump straight to it, I will put the timestamp in the show notes. Um, but first, you guys, before we get to it, what's the news? Kenny, do you have any news? I do not. Well, HBO is released its first trailer for the 10-episode adaptation of Stephen King's The Outsider. <gasps> which stars Ben Mendelsohn, Jason Bateman, Cynthia Rivio, Bill Camp, Mayor Winningham, Patty Considine, Julianne Nicholson, Yul Vasquez, Jeremy Bob, and Mark Mushaka. The Outsider or Outsiders? The Outsider. I don't know. I've never even heard of that. It follows a police detective as he sets out to investigate. Uh, the mutilated body of, of uh, an 11 year old boy found in Georgia. Uh, the serious circumstances surrounding this horrifying crime leads Ralph and his death of his own son to bring an unorthodox mm. private investigator, Holly, played by Cynthia Rivio, um, who hopes will explain the unexplainable. Hmm. Looks like a mix, like like if you put Stephen King into like True Detectives. Yeah. Is what it looks like on the trailer. Trailer, oh. trailer looks great. And I love Bateman. I think he's great. Arivio's great. Middleson's great. Like, it's a good cast. And so I don't know HBO. much about the story. I'm sort of going in blind. I've heard of it. I've seen, like, I can see the cover. Don't know much about it, but I'm, I'm excited for it. It's a 10 episode story. That's Something good. else I heard was, was going to be one season the other day. I thought um, Watchmen. It might be watching that. It's like it's gonna be one season. But the way they worded it, huh. it's like it's designed for one season. It's yeah. not. We're gonna stop. Yeah, it's not gonna right. be like a, a season two of Watchmen. It's not gonna be that. Um. So speaking of Watchmen, when this is released, first episode will have been out. Yes. Well, we don't know. We would have watched friends it. Friends will have known. Yeah, huh. we would have watched the Watchmen. Watched the Watchmen. Watch us. Kenan, what's your news? I didn't have news. Oh, I thought you did have news. I don't know. Why I thought that. Okay. Um, well, what are you doing? What have you guys been thinking about, looking at, watching? Well, my main reading? thing uh, is something I started with you called um, Raising Dion on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, guys, Kenan has a kid. He had a child, and it's not mine, but it's definitely his, and it's an actor now in Raising <laughs> Dion. That kid, man, my auntie was the first one to be like, are you guys watching this? Tim, have you seen this kid? Nope, I have not oh watched it. Let me show you a picture of this kid. I've seen what the kid looks like. Yeah, I haven't watched the show. Like, it's like a little mini Kendon, especially with like the way that he like doesn't listen. Like I just, every I time he looks he's like, like misbehaving and just this, doing this a thing. This is the third independent person who says I do. Because Angelo was like, are you watching uh, Raising Dion? He reminds me of you. And Angelo knew me close to that age. Yeah, yeah I haven't like sent it to your mom. I, that wasn't my takeaway when I saw the kid. It's, but. I, yeah, I feel like it's kind of. I was like, oh man, <laughs> Dion, please don't do that. Dion, please just sit still for a minute. Don't mess this up. No, he can't sit still. He can't can't do it. Anyway, Kenan, tell us more about raising Dion. Raising Dion's about a single mother who is raising her son who has uh, superpowers. Essentially, yeah, yeah, we're only two episodes in. Yeah, the dad passed away. Um, Played by Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Literally phoning in his performance. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, she she like the kid is kind of forgetting the dad, like like losing his memories of the dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that the dad traveled a lot for his work, which was storm chasing. <laughs> um, 
And so he would record these uh, messages um, for his wife that just so she plays one so, so on that he his, can, on her. Phone. It's a video message, isn't it? Yeah, it's on her, and it's it, on her. Phone. It's on her phone, and I was just like, he's literally phoning in his performance. Mm-hmm. He also has amazing line in there, and I, I'm gonna just paraphrase it, but he is building this like supposedly lightning proof <laughs> cage so that he can observe a lightning storm. And he's like, I've just always what do he say? I've always wanted to sit in the middle of a lightning storm. How did he say it? It just it was it was a hilarious way he was just earnestly saying, I just want to sit next to lightning <laughs> and play with it. <laughs> yeah, we were just laughing. There. He did a good job. He's like, yeah. it was a very funny line to say, I think. And he did it with a very straight face. Um, Michael B. Jordan has range. Uh, but you're enjoying it. Two, two episodes in, you're enjoying it. We're going to watch some more. We're going to keep watching it. Yeah. It's very light and kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know. I've noticed some Netflix shows are starting to seem a little cheap. Mm-hmm. This, this is, is a made of, for Netflix or Netflix This is a Netflix show? original. Yeah. yeah, Netflix original show. But yeah. I don't know. The, the concept's kind of clever fun. Um, a related one that we like did not love that was Netflix, um, where we were like, this is like a poor man's something. Oh gosh, what was it? The one where like this woman was dead nine years ago, but she's alive now. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of that one? Something it. side of the moon. Or oh yeah, shadow in the shadow, shadow, of, the in the shadow of the moon. Yeah, we were we watched it. and We were like, this is. We weren't impressed. I enjoyed it. Did I watch that? You did. We talked about it after. Um, it was like a murder, and then she comes back nine years later. She's coming I back fell asleep or, or left or yeah. something. <laughs> it didn't keep you. <laughs> Tim, what have you been up to? Um, What have I been up to? I feel like I saw Lighthouse, A24's newest film. How is it? It's super weird. Yeah? It's for like a specific crowd of people. It's very artsy, huh? and it's essentially these two men at a lighthouse, and they're kind of driving each other insane. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, you feel like there's something in the lighthouse, but you're not sure. They don't really say much about that, but there's definitely something in the lighthouse. I haven't seen it, but <laughs> you're saying I'm, you're not sure there might be. There's something in that lighthouse. We never really get a chance to figure that out. But whoa, we don't. Do no, we? we don't. But uh, it was fun. You know, the Flash is back, so I've been watching the Flash. What season is it in? Sixth season. There's a bit of them. Yeah, it's been I really on for like a minute. That- that one. So Flash is back. I've been watching that. Um trying to watch Prodigal Son. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's kind of Sherlock meets Hannibal. Like a dark show, but also very Sherlocky the way they try to solve cases. Now you mentioned this before, but Sherlocky as an elementary, not not Sherlock's not Sherlock. PBS. Yeah. BBC Sherlock. Like elementary style the way they show up. Like, it, you know, it opens the way Sherlock often opens. Like, oh, there's a crime scene. There's a, there's a crime that happens. And then it's the guy showing up on the crime scene. Let mm. me get right to it. So, watching that, I'm really waiting for Last Christmas. You're excited for it? Yeah. I think it's <laughs> going to be fun. I'm it's, down. It's, I'm Emily, it's Amelia it. Clark and um, uh, Henry Golding. Huh. I have a whole theory about that film that I'll share after I watch it. Ooh, okay. And then we have two really cool movies coming out. Knives Out is coming out very shortly, which I'm very excited about. What's Knives Out about? It's kind of a Clue-style movie. It's Ryan Johnson's new film with a bunch of actors and actresses in it. And also, um, there's a new movie called The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey and Henry Golding. Speaking of Henry Golding. Hey. And it's a new guy. He's busy. <clears throat> yeah, he's getting work. 
That's nice. And it's a new Guy Ritchie film. Ooh. And it looks very Guy Ritchie. It looks very. like not like Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin was Guy Ritchie too, but like this it looks like the Guy Ritchie that I think people who are fans of his work have grown to love. It's called The Gentleman. It looks like a lot of fun. So I'm, nice. I'm really, really looking. I don't even know when that comes out, but I'm really looking forward to that. Very cool. What I've been up to is like all old <laughs> news and old things. Like I'm just like basically catching up. So I finally watched the movie yesterday. Did not know that this was not a movie about the Beatles. Um, oh, you watched it? I did. I really liked it. I yeah, it was about the Beatles. But I thought it was about the Beatles because like we had like we had watched Bohemian Rhapsody and then I also watched Rocket Man. Um, and so when I watched it yesterday, I expected another one. The like Beatles a movie about biopic. The Beatles. Yeah, yeah, that's the movie that's I was hoping that, that your dad might watch and find interesting. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he owns it. He like oh, he yeah, got it he for his birthday. He watched it. He got it for his birthday. He watched it again with us. I think I sent them a text. Loves even. It. Yeah. It's it's a good movie, but not not a biopic about the Beatles. Um but all of the music is in there, so it's 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 re- I was surprised and really enjoyed it. What's the premise? <laughs> um I don't want to give away spoilers, but basically it's kind of an idea of like what would happen if the Beatles never existed. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Is it in the trailer? Like, yeah, that's so, the premise of the movie. Yeah, so there's a guy who like uh, this weird phenomenon happens and all of a sudden the Beatles never existed. So there's he he remembers them um, and nobody the else one? does. Like he Googles and there's a lot of things. It's not just the Beatles. There's several things that are missing. The one main joke that I know from it is that apparently Oasis doesn't exist. Either. Yeah, Wonderwall. <laughs> is he like they're not there and then um yeah but the beatles so he sets out to record their songs um and ed sharon is like a main character yeah so it's a really fun movie um and then like i said i also watched rocket man and tim you're right like that was definitely better film. than bohemian rhapsody in terms of a biopic yeah. but again like i don't know I, the main character is still alive to kind of show it so i can see why it would be better but it was re- it was really good and the guy who plays him taron edgerton did a great job and i thought it was really funny because i forgot that they're both in the second kingsman yeah, yeah they are <laughs> no what's interesting about that they're film both, who? both taron edgerton and elton john oh elton john's in rocket man is about uh yeah elton i know john. that i didn't know he was in kingsman, kingsman yeah, yeah he's, in kingsman he he's like running around in his like <laughs> funny outfits um the the one thing i appreciate is it feels very much like part fantasy in some senses oh, like yeah. the way things happen because he's high yeah <laughs> like that whole sequence when they do rocket man when he's in the pool yeah and he sort of gets out of the pool and he's in the ambulance the next thing you know he's out on stage yeah. in new york in in la with that with that that classic dodgers glitter outfit on mm-hmm. performing but all that's one sequence of the same song. Mm. The, the film does a lot of stuff like that, which I thought was su- an interesting way to portray. And it would do these things um, much like Memento, where he'd just like wake up on a, on like a private jet and like kind of not know where he was because he's mm. been high. Yeah. And he would kind of be like, be kind of flustered. Yeah, like in and out of consciousness, yeah. basically. Just kind of like, I don't know exactly how I got here, but. And I, I it's like it ended on a good note. Yeah, it did. Well, I mean, like, and that's kind of like how his yeah, life, right? Know, like, yeah. he's been sober for a long time. and I saw him celebrate the other day. He mentioned it. And I was like, yeah, that's right. He is sober. He is sober. he was doing all of the drugs. Jesus. Man. Yeah. This um, guy would snort, smoke, anything. But it made sense from his childhood. And, like. Yeah. That was that was heartbreaking. That <sighs> was heartbreaking. His dad. Seeing his dad. And uh, his mom, too, a bit, like, in, later in life. Yeah. Yeah, I feel for him, yeah. and I do. I, I I appreciate the fact that he is still alive while this has been made, so that I can like. He was on a he had like an interview recently, and I was just like, oh yeah, like 
I don't know. I feel like I know him a little better and I get to yeah. appreciate him while he's still here. Right. Um, but it was funny. So my niece is four and I was explaining the movie that we were going to watch. I was like, it's, it's like, it's about a man who makes really great music that you're going to love. Lots of religious songs. And then I was like, <laughs> and he wears these, like, he wears a lot of fun, big sunglasses. Yeah. And I laughed. I was like, it's true. He does. <laughs> Every scene, he's got some Did you funny watch the post, big the sunglasses. Post credit where they're showing all his outfits. Yes, yeah, it's so much fun. So many cool outfits. What a great guy! So I well, did watch that. I, I, I think it. people are going to forget Taron Edgerton. I thought he was really good. He I'm was gonna try to, a great I'm going to nominate him for our award season. Oh, I thought do he, it! I thought he was exceptional. Yeah, and he um like he's usually very attractive, yeah. um like the characters that he plays, and he is he is carrying his like attractiveness into this role too. Yeah, but there In are a different like, way. He looks terrible at times. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, that hair and yeah, yeah, like just uh during like hard times, like yeah. So he, had he, to he sing did a good and dance job. and like he had to do all of that. Yeah, I really liked it. So that's what I've been up to. So thank you, Tim, actually, for talking positively about Rocket Man because it was one. one that I'm like, all right, so this is something I'm going to watch at some point, and then finally got the opportunity and jumped at it. Um, okay. So you guys ready to get into the movie? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. For Chris. Cindy and JC. It's going to be the best night of their lives. But tonight is also the night of the creeps. Night of the creeps. Night of the creeps. A movie I watched a bunch when I was a kid. It's from 1986. Did you see it like straight up when it came out? Ish. Nah, I don't know when, but I remember okay. I watched it a lot. I think we might have had it on video. I remember watching it just a ton. Okay. Um, starring Jason Lively. Tom Atkins, Steve Marshall, Jill Withlow, Bruce Solomon, and Vic Palizzo, who plays the coroner. And so, it's directed by Fred Decker. So, in terms of the cast... Who helped write RoboCop 3. Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, Predator and Monster Squad. So, in terms of the cast, aside from the grad student, uh, I didn't recognize anybody. Oh, I didn't recognize a soul. Right? They're all, yeah. like, they're in this movie, but they're not... I recognize the detective from something. Oh, uh, the detective was a little bit familiar, you're right. But it was kind of surprised to see a movie like this, because it was really good, um, and also ridiculous. Uh, and yet, yeah, not a lot of familiar faces. So, okay. So the plot of this Lethal is... Lethal Weapon. Starts starts in the 50s? The 50s, where there... No, it starts with these aliens running with a canister Oh, that's... Space. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That was so good. <laughs> so I was loved their laughing. Butts. They had <laughs> their butts, and then like the little arms, like he was like ready, <laughs> his yeah. little arms holding this thing. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> so he's trying to send something out in the space, and the other aliens are saying the experiment isn't done. Don't it do it. Yeah, yeah, don't leave it. And he shoots ready. it out in the space. So then it lands on Earth in nineteen sixties, nineteen fifties. That these people are like this makeout point, and this cop is there, and he finds his girlfriend, and is like, "Just go home." Yeah. Because there's a there's a killer on the loose. They're like, a 35 year old. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I kept saying, a 35 year old. Yeah. yeah. Escapee from the same Yeah. So it was a killer on the loose. And so this thing, her her boyfriend, after this thing shoots through the sky, that he goes to see it. Yeah. Her boyfriend goes to, to see what it is. Goes to see what it is and leaves her alone leaves her, in the car. Yeah. Despite the killer being on the loose. Yeah. And then. In a convertible. Yeah. In a convertible. I was like, I would have just driven. Then away. that's how we see it first. I was like, sorry, we babe. <laughs> we don't see what happens. I'm out. We don't see. We see the the mental health person come up and swing. Yeah, and that's when it blacks out. Person. <laughs> yeah, 
the that's mental it. health person. <laughs> that's what I said. Um, and then you also see the boyfriend out yeah. in the woods and something like something shoot shoots, at him. Shoots at his face. We don't know what it is. Then it goes to the 1980s. And these two kids are trying to be cool and trying to talk to girls. One of the kids is on crutches. He's like disabled. And his friend is kind of like the shy friend. And so they want to talk to these girls. And his, his thing is like, we've got to join a fraternity to, in order to talk to these sorority girls. And so the, the fraternity guys give him a task to like put a, 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 like a corpse from a morgue in front of some house. That, that'll that get them in. Now they have no, they're not trying to let these boys in. That yeah. That's that's, they're, clear, they're, that's clear from the scene after. The t- yeah. They're the typical 80s frat boy jocks who just hate nerds so much. And they'll never be a part of our in crowd. So the boys sneak into this place, and there's a body kept. What's the room called? It's like cryo. Yeah, it's like a cryo room. So it's a body in a cryo lab, and they're like, we're going to take this body out to cryo lab. It's just so ridiculous. Like, find one that's not frozen. Yeah. (laughs) Also, he seems to know what what, what cryogenics is, which means that it's not a corpse. Right. Right. It's still alive. He said said something about, he made a Walt Disney joke. Yeah, the whole idea of why Walt Disney froze himself so that he could live forever. Yeah. They'd find a cure or something. And then, like, but they're also like, we're not hurting him. And kind of just right. like, we don't know that you're not hurting. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But as they're moving, this is very dangerous. As they're that. moving this corpse, as he's moving the corpse by himself, which I don't understand how he carries all that dead weight. As he's moving it by himself, the corpse grabs the kid's hand, they drop it, and they run. Now, the guy who's working the lab comes in and. These things shoot out, sluggish, slugging things. Yeah. Shoot into yeah. his mouth. Yep. And the kids run. And the kids are gone. And then he starts retracing his last steps, right? Yeah. So back in 1959, this same guy has went to pick up his girlfriend, Pam. Mm-hmm. And he like walks up to her because it, it takes place on sorority row right. or, or basically Greek row, right? And he throws rocks at her window. Um, and so that's what he ends up doing when he wakes up this time. And like walks to that same house and throws rocks at the window mm-hmm. of the new sorority president in the 80s. Um, but they've added a fire escape, which seems so dangerous to just have like a ladder up to your <laughs> right window. to your bedroom window. It's only two floors. How many buildings have like two story buildings have fire escapes? I don't know, but it seems really bizarre. Yeah, it seems very dangerous. So, so these things are slugs that like incubate in your brain and multiply. And then at some point, Explode burst out of your out of body. Your yeah. <laughs> and what they do is bring people back from the dead. Yeah. But with the, yeah, or they, create zombies. As they're incubating, they you're up and moving around because they're in your brain. I don't know. They don't really explain the science of it, but that's what's happening. Yeah. There's an X-Files episode or two like this. Yeah. yeah. They turn them into zombies. Turn, turn, well, so it's weird, right? Because you've got the ones that they're incubating in, which mm. are kind of zombies. But then you also have like the people who are dead, dead, like the... Sir, the killer mm-hmm. from 59 like it was buried under the woman's house and like so they also bring back dead bodies so mm-hmm. like it brought it back um what was the others and so like that's the end right like going into the cemetery and like mm-hmm. gonna wake up all of those other dead bodies it seems like the the serial killer or not, i don't know if he was a serial killer the the escaped um patient was it seemed like there's two movies almost like i don't know why why that was added I mean, it's it's it adds to like the detective's torture. Detective's torture, story. yeah. He's like a torture. His girlfriend was murdered by this killer. The same night, this weird event happened, and now these things are happening again. Huh. 
And he killed, like, he murdered he him. He murdered him. And he, he took, when he tells that story, it's so great. The kid's like, should I be hearing this? Yeah, yeah. he's like, so aside from confessing to murder, what's the point? He said, you arrested him? No, I didn't. <laughs> and now he's buried. I killed him. Like, I killed he's him. Just, I, I love that guy. Um, I guess you shouldn't announce crimes ahead of time, but if somebody no. takes an axe to Shalia's head, I might shotgun them. Thank you, yeah. babe. He said, <laughs> I did detective work, I hunted him down, and I killed the guy, and I buried him, and now there's a house on top of it. And I'm trying to figure out how these are all yeah. related. Yeah. Why would, why would he choose that empty lot? That seemed weird, too. It's right next to a sorority house. I mean, it's technically an empty like, lot. Someone would have seen him, I'd imagine. I, but anyway, so what's happening? he waited until they were all at a formal. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Like, what, he just buried him next to the girl. I mean, it's his girlfriend, so next to her So it house. makes so much less sense. Yeah, yeah, that you would even want him an next empty, to them. Like You should take it far away from the city. Yeah. But anyways. Anyway, so what's happening is the, the, the crippled friend ends up going back... He's crippled, right? I don't know what. I don't know what word we're supposed I, to use. I honestly don't know either. Handicap? Can we say handicap? He's handicapped because he's got two crutches. Okay. I mean, like, and that's a thing that they play up, right? Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, I'm never going to get laid. As yeah. If, like, so I'm trying to help you get is, laid, and you. That was irritating. Yeah, this is like he was my the one life. Who had all, the be- all the work. All the work. He had a better personality. Um, but he knew because he was handicapped that the women weren't going to try to holler at him. So he's trying to help him make sure his friend was happy. That was very interesting. Like, very so very was, 80s. That, yeah, it seemed very movie-like. I feel like he... He was a great sidekick. Yeah, he was. Oh, he was, he was great. He was just like, all right, right. I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so then he ends up going, sort of retracing his steps and going back to the hospital. And the worms get him. He didn't, Yeah, he wasn't retracing. He was just going to the bathroom. Yeah. So he does... Um, and it, it, it like so i was thinking like in terms of influences like you know on scream when they talk about like don't ever leave saying you'll be back um like this was one right yeah, like i'm well, gonna go to the bathroom and then like never no, back. so they back. can't find him but he leaves a tape for his friend that was really cool where he, he sort of explains to him what's happening they're in my brain i think heat i burned one of them that's oh, right because happens in the bathroom right because he sees the head yeah exploded and uh and the worm squirreling out yeah. and he tries to get away so he t- says he. I think he gets them. Why I'm going didn't down he to the use furnace. his crutches when he tried to get away? I don't know. That's a good I point. missed that part. He's freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes down to his. I'm in. I'm in the boiler room. I'm gonna go down there. He starts making that squealing sound, yeah. which is super sad. Yeah. He was telling him how to save himself, and anyway, so his friend goes down there, races down there to see him, and sure enough, his friend is dead. But also the slugs are dead. Yeah, because it heat. worked. It worked. When they came out of his head, they were going to die. And so he then goes to the detective and sort of tells him. But that's crazy because the detective's trying to kill himself. Yeah. I got that very. He turns off the stove. Turns on yeah. the stove. Yeah. Not off the stove. Yeah, but when he goes to the door, like it's all sealed with like yeah, tape. Yeah, he's about exactly, to Exactly. Yeah, as he answers the door. Or after he decides he's going to help out, he turns off the stove. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He was going to murder himself. Because he, he had a, he had a lighter or like matches. I don't remember. He was playing with something on his couch. Hmm. And then cause they kept knocking. And then finally he answered the door. And that's when he tells the story. He confesses to like murdering yeah. this guy who killed his girlfriend. So he his comes to help. Definitely his ex. Definitely his ex-girlfriend. She was on a, she was on a date. He, yeah. It sounds like they had broken up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, I mean, they were, they were high school sweethearts. Yeah. So it's like, you know, who knows? They might have ended up back together. But now but, cop, she, but he was a cop, and that, that was like no no future. So. Yeah, as I say, we we hear that that phone conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, 
So he's yeah, she's she's so no these, longer gonna be with him. These guys end up the frat guys. How do they all get infected on the, on their bus? Yeah, who has? Oh, the bus driver. Bus driver has it, and so when they crash, and and we're jumping way ahead to the to the social or to the <laughs> yeah to the formal social or whatever. Yeah. So they show up, and what do they say to him? Oh, he says, "Good news is your days are here. The bad news is they're dead." <laughs> <laughs> he said that. She looks out the window. So silly. Hey, ladies, good news. <laughs> your days are here, and so the women are all scrambling around the sorority house, and he's got a shotgun. You know, we should roll back. There's something that we missed that's important. <laughs> the flamethrower scene. They just have one. Do, do yeah, police yeah. office? Do police? Uh, yeah, they, they do. just have flamethrowers. Yep. He was like, "Hey, I need the flamethrower." And, and then he puts the shotgun through. He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna need." Yeah. yeah. No, but we forgot to oh, mention right. one of the sorority girls randomly has a bunch of human brains that she brought back oh, from that's her biology right. class, which yeah. would not fit in those little jars. Would not fit in those jars no. unless you cut it up. And also, okay, like mason jars. Yeah. Yeah, I think even back then, like if I I couldn't I couldn't get. Even small amounts of tissue easily, and just bring them home. Yeah, be from whole, the university, whole brains, whole brains, <laughs> human, human brains. brains. This movie is a lot of fun. Like it this is. is a lot. It's so silly. Now, can we give credit to the main sorority girl? I'm forgetting her name. Of like the figuring one. it out and being like, I think I know what's going on. Right. And nobody listening to her. Yeah, no one listens to her. Um, also, she chose to go to like the two geeky kids. Why does he give her the flamethrower? Uh, it's probably the easiest to, to use. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's like come on do something use it she's just standing there she just, but she just gets gung-ho immediately yeah i like that and then they like lock themselves in that weird little like shed thing which i thought was a terrible idea yeah, <laughs> and so did she yeah it's a bad idea yeah i felt i felt frustrated anyway, so they, they go outside they're just sort of taking these guys on one-on-one <gasps> shooting them in the head he would shoot them their head would open up and then she would flame them mm-hmm so it's like, yeah, he would get the worms to come out and then yeah, he would kill she the worms. Would kill them. So they're doing this. Meanwhile, slugs. the officers in the sorority house just sh- shooting people, like yeah. John Wick style, just blowing people up. And it, oh, and he grabs like the lighter and the hairspray and like burns them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do when I was a kid. Ever seen this movie? Yeah. I've never done it. I've only seen it on TV. It's probably really dangerous. I probably shouldn't no, have done it's it. It's very dangerous. But you I did, did it, it. Oh yeah. I've seen this what? movie. I think I think most my mom's people like, why am I hairspray? Because like, I've definitely done it a oh few times. Oh my god, you're using your mom's hairspray? What else was I gonna use? Yeah. Uh, you guys. What? <laughs> I was a kid. I think I've done WD forty. Uh, yeah, I was a kid. We were doing that to slugs. Oh my god. Yep. To slugs. Because I saw this movie. Oh, yeah. slugs are like so sweet and it's, like they burn fast. Oh, they slugs are the worst. They don't do anything to you. Yes, they do. They, they just exist. They ruin your. They ruin gardens yeah. daily because they eat. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so it's this big standoff with them. They don't explain why all the slugs are on like a big pile at the end because that's where the brains are. Oh, that's right. They're in the brains. Which that's right. At most is like but it's a, a half dozen brains. But it's like a pile of they're all there. Yeah. Um, I thought that was the friend. And I like how he had his friend, mouth closed, so couldn't get his mouth taped closed, so couldn't get his mouth. Yeah. yeah that so there's a lot of people running with their mouths like yeah, gaping over. Like, wow. And then it actually started to bother me because I was like, um, if they go into your mouth and breed in your brain, going into your mouth, there's that's a tube straight into a, a like an acid pit. Your stomach's basically an acid pit. So why don't they go through your nose or your ears? Yeah. That would have made more sense. And also wig, wig me out way more. Yeah. 
It's, but it's, it's made it easier. People going, yeah. you scream yeah. and it shoots right in your also, mouth. Also, it's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, it, like, I wrote oh. down in my notes, this is second movie in a row with like something crazy flying into somebody's yeah. mouth. Exactly. Um, and then it was kind of funny as they were kind of figuring it out because those slugs are like everywhere. And it's like, nobody sees these slugs. No. Like, yeah, they're everywhere. <laughs> they're well, <laughs> okay. So I tried to figure out how they made these slugs. Um, and I wasn't, it was a quick search. I wasn't able to find, but it really looked like they maybe put mice with like costumed mice or something. Cause the way they moved was really quick, kind of organic and mm-hmm. like shuffle, like scurrying, shuffling. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't going to be digital effects. No, it wasn't digital. So I don't know how or, they and did. I don't know if it was remote control because like it was running through grass and the sort of stuff that. Oh yeah, that's you, right. Like, so I wonder if they, trained mice or somehow tricked mice to just run around with 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 a slug costume yeah, they might have <laughs> fun though yeah but, that's great yeah what was not fun was the death of glo- glo- the glover dog? Glo- first there's the cat and then yeah, the, the dog cat. but i appreciate what you did see it but it was funny because like, so there's a girl who basically like goes and studies and then it's like oh so oh, God, i forget the cat's name but like oh you came to help me study it was kind of weird um but like they're, the next night, they're like, are you going to tell her about the cat? Like, th- So apparently they know that the cat died and something happened to it. And then, but it shows up with like its zombie face. Super gross. Super it was, scary. It was also interesting. We have three black cats. Yeah. And during the movie, at one point, one of them jumped off of the of the couch and you know, was leaving the room. So basically went out of my eye frame. And then like a second later, the cat in the movie shows jumped up. up into her arms. Yeah. That it, that is how it happened. It was kind of cool. So yeah, two two zombie animal pets um, didn't bother me because I don't I think because we didn't see them die. But thank you for the warning, Tim. I warned you. <laughs> we weren't sure. We were like, is is he telling us about the zombie dog to warn me or because like there's a zombie dog? <laughs> Either way, it's pretty funny. Um, going to the zombie dog. So the uh, woman, the lady who like lives next door to the sorority house mm-hmm. and like watches over. Old lady. Her, she Grandmother. just sits there as this axe is coming through her floor. Right. Why, why does she have the axe? Why she get up? That's, yeah, that's why would you bury him question. with the axe? Why does he have the axe? He's been buried. He buried he, him with the axe. Buried him with the axe in, in a lot. None of his plan Next makes sense. Next door to his girlfriend. Wow. Why does he have murdered. He's smart enough to hunt him down and find him, but and kill him, and then bury him with his axe. Yeah, hmm. that's weird. Why does he have I the axe? of the axe slash the fact that... um. Main character at some point kills one of the zombies with a lawnmower. It seems like yeah, a connection, to, uh, a slight like connection to Evil Dead Two. He does very, very much so. Very sort of same point of view with but, the camera. But this is made first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, this might like, have influenced. They seem like cousins. Evil Dead Two. Yeah, and this also is clearly a homage to B movies or mm. fi- no fifties. Sci-fi B movies, like B-movies. directly. The, what's the Ed Wood movie that you mentioned? Oh, like, this Pl- feels Plan like Nine from Outer Space or something like that. And they actually make them. They they make comments about B movies and mm-hmm. like the frat that they're talking about pledging as the betas. Yeah. Okay. So I found that interesting, especially because beta means something else now. Mm-hmm. And so they have this sign up that says betas are the best or something. And I was like, I don't know. That always stuck out as like, eh. B movies are the best, but yeah. Well, and and you were mentioning when when the uh, axe murderer comes up through the ground, she's she's fallen asleep to another like B science fiction movie. Yep. And I bet like, you, if you were into that sort of thing, you would recognize what the movie yeah, was. It was definitely an homage to them, yeah. like spoof 
ish thing going on, which is fun. Um, but yeah, it didn't make any sense that she didn't get up. Cause she was mobile, so like, why didn't she get right. up and try to get away? Exactly. She was watching horror. Oh, I'm scared, old lady. <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of strange. Uh, okay, do you guys want to talk about influences, favorite things? Well, I had some notes that I took. Please. Okay. okay. What do you want to talk about? So let's see. Oh, there's a point where he's rotating in a like. There's a rotating shooting shot. Shooting. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh huh. Yeah. I really liked the way, like, it, he's spinning around shooting at multiple oh, zombies. Oh, in, in the house? Yeah, that that shot stuck out to me as really cool. I also liked his cop car. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it was just kind of weird, right? Because it was, like, kind of old car and then, like, with just a little one light on top. I mean, that's what detectives drove, but, yeah. like, it was kind of funny. Well, I think detectives would drive whatever car they wanted to and put the, like, yeah. the light on top. Um, so the graduate student, they refer to him as, I think, the cat, the... Um, like the credits maybe call him young scientist, but they refer to him as a grad student at one yeah. point. And so they're walking around in the grad student. And I, I know that actor, he's always been an adult to me. And I was like, isn't he kind of old for a grad student? And then I stopped and thought about it. I'm 36 and I'm back in graduate school. And I looked up the, uh, the actor and he's like, he was like 32 at the time. So I thought wow. it was kind of funny that that popped into my so head. He's not old for graduate yeah, he's not that old for graduate Or school. yes, he is. And so are you. <laughs> and then just the one other thing is that there was just a random pile like of like three uh, barrels of radioactive waste. Yes. In the like the corner of the hallway right before they walk into the cryogenics room. Yeah. Just sitting in the hallway. Yep. Now, we I mean, have, it's, it's posted. So, you know, don't touch it. We have radioactive waste even in the lab that I wor- work in. But it's a very, very small amount. It's very, very contained. And, like, the rules are, are, like, very, very, like, extensive on how that sort of thing is handled and disposed of. And so when I just saw that, like, I don't know, they have a cryogenics lab here, just a random dude, and then a bunch of radioactive waste. And actually, I was wondering if that radioactive waste is somehow related to that room or it's just they decided to put it there. I think they just decided to put it there. Because there's a cool little sticker, I guess, is what. The um, so there's also a night janitor, uh, the one person, yeah, that, and like he he has one line which is screaming like banshees. Um, it was kind of funny because we were like, is, is he gonna? We, Ken and I were betting like, is he gonna have a line or not? And I was like, if he does, it's gonna be with a strong accent, um, because he's Asian and that's that's that, how they yeah. roll. And <laughs> Shalia exactly called that one, and I called at the beginning. Shalia was like, they were like, oh, there's a ton of white people in this movie as they're walking in front of the frats yeah yeah and i was like oh there probably will be a black dude but he'll probably be in the background literally finished that 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 syllable and a black guy in the back in the background background. (laughs) and speaking of black guys in the background also when they when they confront the when the the frat guys confront the two main characters and one of and he gets mad and he pushes them on the ground yeah this is a random black guy with like a a a, what a letterman's jacket on there is He's just standing there. He's just like, standing there. He's just like, standing there, but he did not. He's not part of the group because then he's walking behind them and seems like he's walking a different direction. He's really little. <laughs> he's also really little. <laughs> like, did you have any thought or insight on like that? what's no. that all about? Mm-mm. Oh, but okay. they also have a black guy who plays one of the cops and yeah. has lots of lines. Yeah, and has oh, that's f- there so. is a black cop. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's movie's not big on representation. Nah. Well, we have a we have an Asian character. We have a handy capable mm-hmm. person. We have multiple black people. Yeah, they just lots of diversity. Lots of around. females. <laughs> lots yeah. of women. Lots of women. Most of them. And one of them, one women. of them who's, who shows to be Bear very boob. competent very early on. Kind yes. of. I, no, I think they give her the flamethrower. She's like freaked out for a second and then just goes at it. 
I guess. I just, it was really frustrating for her to figure out what's going on. And what do you think about the ending with the spaceship? Do you think they found them? They, they must have found something because there's a ton of them. It'd be They're hard not to find something. The there's at least like a dozen yeah. that were, all went to a that cemetery. The spaceship is sort of like looking around. Oh, yeah. What, Which is funny because it's like if I dropped lab rats, I don't know what it would yeah. be. And then they're scattered all over the university and I got to go like try to search them for them. Yeah. Or were they just watching to see what happened? No, they it was were an experiment. They were looking, yeah, like, like, that was like a searchlight. A searchlight looking for them. Okay. Were they going to collect them and take them away? I, oh, that's good. I was thinking it was going to be bad. So last question for me. What kind of experiment were they working on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just asked. <laughs> I was wondering if it was something food related. Like, do they eat these things? Like, why are they're close to Earth? Are they trying to basically? Are they going to try a, to like turn a, us into food? Yeah. Is it a weapon? Is it a weapon? Yeah. Exactly. What? What was that all about? Yeah. I liked those little alien things. I was hoping for a little more, but I don't know. No. It was pretty great, and it was not what I expected at the start. So no. that was really fun. <laughs> um. Well, do you guys want to talk about the incels um, like, <laughs> and how like this movie without them having succeeded with waking a corpse could have turned out differently? <laughs> like we are basically like as you as you are introduced to the two main characters as they're walking around and talking and like it's just clearly like I feel like it's textbook involuntary celibate. I don't know if that's true. Oh. Yeah. So I was kind of pushing back on her with that. But he, like, even the, the guy on the crutches, he seemed, he's kind of like, I'm never going to get yeah. laid. But, but he, he didn't seem angry about it. He just seemed reserved. Yet. They're like, freshmen. Yeah. He was still hopeful and living. Yeah, he seemed reserved. Like, like, yeah, it's not going to happen for me. I didn't get the incel vibe of him. Like, I didn't he, get the toxic part of that. Yeah, right. Like, I, I should have There was you. a dude striking so out. Definitely, and, and the film was the guy who struck out at getting chicks. Because, mm. like, she was definitely a Stacy, And then, like, the guy that... He literally uh, calls the him football, Chad. Yeah, doesn't the he? football guy that she's talking to. He's, he's like, like, "What's your name?" Chad, Chad or something. <laughs> they calls him a like, Chad. Okay. And I was like, "Okay, I feel like this is an influence." Of I don't know if that's. I yeah, didn't get I got that. light vibes of it. I didn't get that vibe. Those dudes are way I more. Liked, I liked the guy on the hand, on on the crutches a lot. I really liked him too. Yeah. Actually, I thought that his Although, friend I, until was more he was, obnoxious until he was bad. Like actually, like I liked him up front, and then he's the one who was like, "Oh yeah, let's just open up this cryogenic." Thing. He was stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah and but the, and yeah. also, the other friend was saying, don't do it. And he, he did was, it anyway. He was stupid. I don't think he was bad. He was just dumb. Uh, yeah. He was doing it anyway, even though his friend was saying, this isn't okay. Well, and that was a plot mechanic, too. Yeah. yeah. It had to happen. Yeah. It was. It was. It was Although they could have bumped something. Like, That's it didn't have to be. It didn't have to be that you're, no, like, it would, because messing it, with this experiment. They actively are looking for a body. Yeah. But that doesn't even look like where you would find one. Actually, yeah. and I've, I've never told Shalil this. But um, my well, why lab, are you telling me now? My lab is very close to where they keep the cadavers. Fuck you, man! Really, I'm never coming by again. Yeah, Ever. but it's it's because it's creepy down there. I already feel like it's creepy down there. That was stupid of you. <laughs> I don't know why you would tell me that. Well, like our office in Spokane is an old morgue. Um, wow! I can't believe you told me that. That was wow. All right, creepy. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about for Night of the Creeps? Uh, that's it. I mean, it influenced a lot. Yeah. What, so what are know, the influences? Any sort of like body snatcher type of film. Um, we've already had, obviously, Invasion Body Snatchers came afterwards. But like even something like Prometheus where that's kind of the concept is they sent oh, these yeah. things to another planet and mm. they sort of, in, people have ingested people and like hibernated and killed them as they left the body. That's a really good point. Now, what about like... um sorority house like 
horror. Yeah, I mean that's did that pre-exist? Yeah, that pre-existed, but you know, it's it's a great. And it was funny to see a lot of these these sorority houses of places of terror hmm. in the 80s after Bundy's murders in Florida and after oh, yeah. and after uh the uh the co-ed killer that you had these the sorority houses became these places that somehow were unsafe for women and terrors might happen there. And they started showing up in our movies after these real life murder events. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. And and one thing I guess we, we should mention, even though I can't really give much on it, is like the reverse. This is the reverse when it comes also when it comes to um influences, because it's such a strong homage to like fifties uh science fiction yeah. or, or B horror movies. Something from space lands and yeah. Some yeah. Alien. So the list of things that influence this might even be as interesting or more than than what it influenced. Yeah. It's also a movie I'm surprised a lot of people just haven't seen. Yeah, I'd never I, even I, heard of it. I, yeah. Yeah. And I actually loved it. I loved it. It's a fun yeah. one. It was scary. It's a fun movie. It didn't frustrate me very much. No. Other than the people running around with their mouths. And it's like 90 open. minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was like all these mouth breathers. I was like, somebody should put on a mask. It was nice 90 now. minutes. Yeah, it's nice 90 minutes in and out. It gets right yeah. to it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, Why did you recommend it? I watched a lot as a kid. I remember it being a lot of fun. You're, You're right. It was like You're a right. lot of fun. And it, yeah, it's creepy one enough, but not like super horror, scary, demonic, slash murderers. Just a really silly zombie style movie with these little slugs that get in people's brains. Except for the, with the side, like you were saying, and like with that side story of an actual slasher. My yeah, my favorite, my favorite part of the film is the, is the detective. Yeah, he's great. He's really good. He's great. Yeah, I was I bummed that he was when he's telling himself. that story. I don't think he had to kill himself down in the thing. He was either. ready. To no, die. he was ready to go. Oh, to be with his be with his girl. Influence. Do you know what that reminded me of? Arachnophobia. Yes. The end of arachnophobia yeah. is very similar. They're down. Uh-huh. He's down in a basement. There's a the uh, a big the, massive. Uh, oh, oh, the 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 daddy or mommy spider is down there. It's big. There's a bunch of eggs and stuff down yeah. there. All in the, all in the wine cellar. And then they burn it. They burn the whole building down. Yeah. Gross. Oh, that movie freaked the me movie, out. Yeah, uh, it would freak me out. Wigs me out now. <laughs> yeah, in the popcorn or in the shower. Yeah, th- I'm always worried about the shower. Yeah, that that uh, speech he gives to the kid about his murder is the, the my favorite. It scene is good. Well, awesome. and like the kid's reception of it. Yeah, he's awesome. like, uh, should I be hearing this? He's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, kill the guy. That's <laughs> <laughs> very great. Oh, what's your oh, and thing? every time he answered the phone, he was like, "Throw me." Oh yeah, yeah. That was his and he thing. was kind of a thrill to everybody. Yeah, ain't the kid. Call back at the end and he says, thrill him. Yeah. Just thrill me. And then he's outside before the flames hit. Yeah, nice. that's right. It's a nice little callback. I was like, ah, oh, look at that thrill me. That was huge. Speaking of the flames, like that blow up explosion of that house. Like yeah. that looked like real fire. And I feel like that that it would have been a huge fire, but not an explosion. And, and I don't know. Maybe they have gas lines down there. I was just saying, it looked like a practical effect if they actually blew up a Oh, yeah, structure. they probably definitely did. Like I was like, whoa. Well, my guess is that if they do that, like you, it's like a, a built out front. Yeah. And then the back, like right past the the front, is not really built up that much. But yeah, I don't know. that's probably right. Like, but it was still, I was like, oh my goodness! It reminded me of Commando, all of those like explosions and stuff. Like just, this must might have been fun. We just watched make. a movie wh- where I feel like, oh, oh, actually, I think I'm I'm thinking of Weird Science, when all those motorcycle guys bust into the house. Uh huh. And it's it's a very much a similar. It's like a big house yeah, with with is. the stairway and all of that. It kind of reminded me of the 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 frat, or the sorority house. So the sorority house, I never, I wasn't in a sorority like that or at all. But um, 
also like I didn't really have friends in sorority houses like that where like they all live there that many mm-hmm. but like it looked really fun I was like I can see the appeal of wanting even like while we're watching a scary movie I could see the appeal of just like wanting to hang out with a bunch of friends well, I mean, I said like the same thing when that. I was watching the movie. It's a little problematic, but I was like, I could see, like, the frat house. That looked like fun. It they did. all looked like they were having fun. They did. And, like, both both houses. Yeah, yeah. actually. They did. They looked like they were having fun. So I can see why yeah, you would like want to. it looked like a fun college experience. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a lot of people. Like, I definitely had roommates and great, you know, experiences. But, like, that's a lot of people. It's probably not as fun as it looked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> and there's also, you know, problems with it in general. But. Yeah, I was like, this is one of the first that I've watched and been like, I kind of would like to live there. Um, and then, you know, all of the creepy stuff started happening. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about in terms of influences? That's it. No? Kenan, what's your favorite thing about the movie? The detective, I said. Oh, your subjective is both of your favorites. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing about the movie... Is the aliens in the beginning? <laughs> the fact that it starts that way is just so silly. Like, yeah, it was. It's a good movie though. I yeah. liked what, 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 the it. The way they're running—that's that's all. What like rottle running is something that Shalia yeah. always laughs. At. It's true. That's why ducks are my favorite animal, right? Probably. I love seeing them walk. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tim, good job. This was a good find, I think. Um, hopefully, friends, you enjoyed watching it. Uh, this will wrap up our spooky October. You survived another spooky, spooky survived October. Survived another spooky October. What are we Thank doing you. next week? So this is the fun part. the 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 creepiness continues because we're gonna do we're gonna flash to the future and do Joker. We're going to do Joker or Batman first. I, I don't know which order Joker we should first. do. 19- Batman first. Yeah, nineteen eighty nine Batman, um. and followed it up by Joker. Then a lot of people will have seen Joker. It won't be as. I mean, okay. it'll be. A, we'll, we'll put in spoiler tag. But um, I think we should do it in that okay. order. So we're and doing which which Batman are we doing next week? 1999. All right. So and then after that Miyazaki. Yeah. All right. So but first um, Batman and then Joker and Batman so friends, and Batman and Joker. In order to prepare for the Joker episode, I highly recommend that you watch the SNL skit um, <laughs> of Oscar yes. Yes. the Grouch, brought to you by the Twisted Minds of from Sesame Street and the letter R. It's great. Tim, did you watch it's, it? Yeah, I did watch it. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. I was like, this is... I haven't seen the movie yet, but this... I've seen the trailers, and so this was great. So, um, it, uh, the person, the star... What is it called? The host for that episode is... Mm-hmm. What's his name? Hopper. John... Oh, it is? John... John... Hellboy? Uh, Harbor. Harbor. Yeah, Hellboy. David and, Harbor. Is it and, Harbor? Yeah, and, she, and he plays Chief Hopper. It's hard for me to remember his name just because it's so close to the character name. Anyway, so you should watch that to prepare for the Joker episode, which will happen after next week's Batman episode. 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 When? Kenan. What will we be? We will be rating this movie before we... Oh, you're right. Sorry, guys. Rating this movie. Okay. So um, we, we, we talked about influences, though. I didn't hear us say there was a whole lot of influences except for the big one, which uh, Tim, you said, of Body Snatchers. Um, and so, uh, Prometheus. Um, yeah. So does that is that enough for this to be... I think yeah, this movie is a classic. Yeah. A sure. classic or past it? I mean, I've never heard of it before. It would be classic even if it doesn't influence a whole lot of things. Really? Like, I I, so. And what about like never having heard of it? Like ever? I didn't even know it existed. Does that change anything? No. No. 
Now, Tim, does this influence you at all? Like you said, you watched it a lot as a yeah, kid. Yeah, probably. It probably does, huh? Yeah. And, and I think it allowed me to get into horror a lot more and different types of horror. It's a different type of horror film. It's not really a zombie film. It's like a space sci-fi film. Yeah. Um, it's sort of, It was a, a nice sort of like blend of sci-fi and horror. And you know, that kid actually says, he's like, this is straight out of science fiction. Yeah, it's like a sci-fi horror film, which or some of my favorite horror films. Yeah, they're aware of what's going on at yeah. some point. Yeah. Like okay. they understand what's happening. And a, lot, a lot of times in these movies, like Dawn of the Dead is like, so you, in this world, they've never heard of zombies. And because there's always rules on how to kill them. And like, right. you gotta go. So this feels, feels like this is happening in a world where they understand these things happening. These things, they know them from sci fi. So they have an idea about how to battle them. Even yeah. if it doesn't work, they have an, an idea. So I appreciated that. Yeah, that's that is a really good point. Okay. Um, also, Speaking of uh, zombies, Zombieland 2 is coming out. Yep. Yeah. Right? Double, tap. Double tap. I'm kind of excited for it. It's out now. I'm not excited Oh, is it already it. out? out. Yeah. Oh. Not excited That's for it. That's too bad. Like the first one, not excited for the second one. It seemed, I didn't think they needed to do a second one. I didn't. <coughs> oh, no. I was surprised that they were. It's been were. 10 years. Yeah. It's kind of weird. All right. Cool. All right. Ready to rate it? You guys already said, but yeah. uh, Night of the Creeps, 1986. Is it a classic or are we past it? Classic. Classic. I'll go with classic as well. Um, good choices this uh, year, Tim, for Spooky October. It was fun. It was terrifying, but fun. So thanks for getting us through. And um, yeah, Batman next week. When? Kendon, what will we be? We'll be back.